0: And this week's episode of Studio Inter, will be previewing the Derby d'Italia against Juventus, the Europa League clash against Ludo Goretz, this week's Moji, Muratti and Frog, and much, much more. Everything here on Studio Inter, only on sempre Benvenuti, bentornati to another edition of Studio Inta. I'm your host, Iruzzari, wishing you all a good week uh, or a good evening or day or whatever time it is you're listening to this, and hoping that all of you are well and that everyone, and also extra thoughts and prayers to everyone affected all over the world affected by the coronavirus and uh, the restrictions and, uh, and Everything that that's going on in Italy in China and Iran and in, in, in lots of places. So hope you're all staying safe um, throughout all this, but uh, let's uh, Move on to let's talk about what the, the football part of it and I'm joined by the preview writer for semplint.com. Mr. Muhammad Nasser.
1: Hi everyone. Um, hope everyone's alright and uh, looking forward to getting our teeth sunk into
0: this week Indeed, indeed. And we are also joined yet again, this is twice in a row now, the Gentleman Ultra himself, Mr. Richard Hall. Good to have you back again, Rich.
2: Yeah, great to be back, but I'm a bit concerned I'm bad luck. Because the first time I came, <laughs> I'm with <laughs> Alaska, and then every time it happens, I'm getting a bit
0: rude now. <laughs> so it's Richard's fault that Italy is, is in lockdown, pretty much. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, we're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna take that as a bad omen I um, at all. Um, we're we're we're, um, we're very happy you're back. It's been a long time, and it's good to have you back two episodes in a row. So um, basically, what happened, as everyone knows, uh, Inter played against Ludo Goretz in uh, last week, uh, in a game that uh, was, I think, the uh, for me it was nothing. It was a complete deja vu of when Mazzari was in charge of Inter because I almost literally fell asleep as in i started snoring after watching that uh, parts of that first half um i have never seen you know this is it was a really really poor game from inter and it touches on and this is something i wanted to discuss with you two and hear what you guys think about this was now the fourth game uh in a row where inter after 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 christmas inter have Started really slowly, as you as you mentioned in previous episodes, um, Mo. That it's if it's energy conserve you know, conserving energy or whatever. But this is this is so different from what we saw in the beginning of the season when a, away against Barcelona, for example, or Borussia Dortmund, or all games. It didn't matter if Inter were playing Lecce or Barcelona. In, Conte's teams went out there and they completely dominated from the first, from the get-go, but now we've had four or five games in a row where Inter slowly get into games, and so therefore we have to assume that this is, this is, um, this is a new game plan by Antonio Conte, and I gotta, be, I gotta be honest, I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, I'm I'm really I'm a little bit conflicted because I think it sends a a wrong message to to the players and I think that's what kind of caused the 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 defeat against Lazio and also above all the meltdown in the first half against Milan. Um, What are your thoughts on that, uh, Mo? Do you agree?
1: I agree that it's clearly a a thing and it's a thing like I like I've. Contended before uh, it's uh, it seems like it's a thing that's intentional. That's part of a plan and uh, you know um, I'm not hating on it I mean, I I definitely prefer the the high-impact high-octane football that was being played at the beginning of the season but if it isn't in fact a thing that is required to grind out results in a team that is depleted and especially a midfield that is severely depleted and needs to manage its energy properly and that means that the team is going to have enough in the gas tank in the final sprint, to properly sprint, I'm all for it. Because, I mean, look, Lazio aside, the results haven't been that bad. The results have been okay. They've been bad early in the year when we tried to impose our will in the first half and then drop off in the second half. But ever since that energy management philosophy or the alleged or the ostensible energy management philosophy has been put into place, the results have been pretty good. Again, Lazio and Napoli aside, I think Napoli is a result of uh, a post-post uh, derby hangover. Uh, it was just too soon, and I think Lazio, uh, like we discussed previously, it's just a terrible refereeing. So, uh, but, but what, but what it, about
0: but, but what about Ludo Goretz, then? What if because I mean that uh, first half was unwatchable.
1: You remember what I said last week about about <laughs> the Ludo mm. I I this is exactly the game that I predicted. Mm. Minimum effort, clean sheet for Padelli, very important to get a clean sheet for Padelli, minimum effort, maximum output. I was surprised, we, like I was surprised it ended up 2-0, very pleasantly sur- surprised, albeit by penalty. But I mean, I thought a 0-0 would have been would have meant the world for, for Inter. A 0-0, minimum energy, get the three points that are very important against Sampdoria, which you know, of course never happened all with the eyes on having a full well rested able squad to face juve so I, I, that's 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 what i think i think it's just very uh savvy energy management by by the coaching staff with those big games uh in mind you
0: know mm-hmm. okay um w- richard i'm interested to hear what you think what's your take on this <laughs>
2: uh, i'm a bit Stuck on this one, if I'm honest, because at first, you know, when we saw Inter go into January, and there definitely was um, a, a lot of well, Conte always made it very clear that he wanted reinforcements, and he certainly was vocal about it. Um, and so you could kind of understand that he obviously thought the team was being, starting to get a bit depleted. Uh, the intensity that he played with earlier in the season maybe taking some toll. But if I'm honest about it, in some of those games pre Christmas, I actually thought there was a little bit of complacency. Um, I'm not saying that it isn't a game plan from Conti. I you know, I can completely see that it is, and you need to change things up because you can't play at the same levels all the way through the season, or what do you end up? You just basically a Bielsa team. You know, it doesn't, it, you're gonna have burnout at some point, especially in all competitions. We don't we
0: Rich, we don't use the B word in this pod. <laughs> 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 it's been banished, right? There's no problem <laughs> But oh, if that man, that man, and uh, what's his name? The Z word, the Z one, Zeman. man. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go.
2: Exactly, on. exactly. So, so I, there's obviously going to be some sort of plan to, you know, to, as you both say, you know, conserve energy. But I do think that the plan isn't being followed properly in some respects. And whether that's because, especially against Ludogratz, there is some sort of complacency there because Inter have picked up and improved so vastly from last season. And they've got a lot of praise. Um for me, I still think that there are games where, and we'll use Ludogorix as probably the main one there, where you, you potentially can kill a game off. And for me, if Inter are going to go into games with a high intensity uh, and try and do some damage early, which they've proved they can do, I've got no problems then of conserving energy um, and after that and, and defending that lead. I think that's a very, it's, okay, maybe a bit of a traditional way to do things, but it's, it, it works. Uh, my fear for, for this is that it did look too stale. Um, and at any one point, you know, if, you, if you're not creating the chances, if you're not pressuring the opposition and giving them too much of the ball, um, you know, you, you do stand to risk a chance of getting punished, especially when we've had someone like Pedelli who's not been in good form, etc. So I'm a little torn. of how I, I definitely think there's a plan there. But I also think that Inter, I can't see that Conte couldn't be looking at the games and be completely happy with them.
0: See, this is that, that I couldn't I, I really agree with that. And that's and, and I would and I would like to add a little bit to that. And my only addendum to that is um I think that when you change game plan, like because you know, going into December and January, going into January, he was complaining and was upset that he had a depleted squad, which he has every which he has a point in. But then when he gets the players, they they sign three players for him. And then all of a sudden, then it's time to put in to put in the brakes. To me, there's a disconnect there. I don't understand that the message becomes muddled, and and this is this this confuses me, and I think it confuses the players a little bit as well. Because when they're down on personnel, it's pedal to the metal. But now they all of a sudden have options, and then we're kind of you know don't you know we're 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 waiting to see. I I just I don't understand it. I I it confuses me, but, and I think it can. Yes, yeah, sir. Go go.
1: Injuries, injuries are an X factor that, uh, injuries to the midfield, I think this is the most important, injuries and suspensions in the midfield, w- w- has been the biggest, uh, you know, spanner in the works. Because, sure, we uh, reinforced on the flanks and we got Christian Eriksen, but Eriksen, by Conte's own admission, wasn't supposed to be introduced to the side for a good three, four, five weeks And uh, at a much slower pace than uh, than the baptism of uh, fire that he's been thrown into. So I I think, uh, while I agree, you know, the team reinforced and had a very strong uh, January transfer window, uh, the reinforcements were in positions that weren't subsequently ravaged by injury, meaning Mm. the midfield module, you know, Barella, Sensi, Brozovic, Gagliardini, uh, you know, each one of these guys has missed at least a couple of games due to suspension or injury since then. Actually, I don't think Barella has missed that, anything uh, maybe due to suspension. But uh, regardless, we, we, the midfield, and that's really the the, the, the one component in a Conte system that needs to be firing on all cylinders throughout the entire, entirety of the match for his plan to really form, take place, ha- hasn't been all that consistent. And that's why, you know, I agree with you guys. I don't think Conte is all too happy with, with, with what he sees. And I don't think anyone can say, like, I'm not saying I'm loving this football. I'm not. But what I'm loving is I'm loving the result. I'm loving, I'm loving the fact that we weren't as naive as Milan, as Fioli's Milan in the derby. That's what I'm loving. When I sit back and look at the 4-2 and that phenomenal second half where the team was able to, you know, be it due to a fortuitous first goal and then a fantastic golazo by Brozovic, whatever the circumstances were. But the circumstances happened because the players were up to it. And why were they up to it? Because they weren't as naive as the Milan players who dumped all they had in the first 45 minutes and just were running around with their tongues hanging out in the second, uh, second half. So that's, that's one of the joy. I'm enjoying the maturity of this, not, not the football. I, I, I agree with you a million percent. I'm, I I. The football's been awful, like for sure.
0: Yeah, the the, I, the thing is, I, I understand what you're saying, uh, and I agree with 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 the example you use about the the derby. I think, but but I'm just saying that if we look at, um, I think this is something that he's doing that, that's been doing uh, that's been done, uh, you know, on purpose, and I I. I th- if if we compare it to the earlier in the season when the when the tactic was something else, then then the results were better. I think I think this group of players isn't ready yet to to start doing what I think is his plan. And I think what you're alluding to, this kind of gestire le partite, as they say in Italy, this kind of controlling the game. I don't I don't think this team is quite ready yet because I think they they seem to almost you know they react and. Um, I, I I not react but they seem to almost feel like they have a carte blanche to not like Richard said to play with complacency and that bothers me because Inter when they're complacent we all know what, what that 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 is a that is a spiral that can spiral easily out of control so I think that's my worry uh, that, that, that's, yeah, that's I that's a little bit my
2: worry. I think as well it concerns me just a little bit in big games because you know if you are playing against a lesser team, you might be able to have the ball for a, a certain amount of time and you've got the, the better quality players. So you can conserve the energy in some respects and potentially with the quality you've got on the pitch, you're always going to get an opportunity to steal a goal. You can't do that against the bigger teams. Um, and like you say, both of you, make, you know, make good points in the sense of we're not there yet. We're not in that. Uh, we've not had this uh, time period to, you know, we're trying to adapt two philosophies almost in one season. And for me, until you. Exactly. You're expert at that. You you just see there's teams that do that better than Inter, but there's not many teams that can be as ferocious as a Conte team. So for me, uh, you know, I'd rather see more of the the first.
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly my point. I I couldn't agree more with that. And, 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 And that is what I'm a little bit worried about because. Well, okay. Now they're definitely rested. They they played last Thursday. They didn't play on the weekend. They play, they play on the Thursday again in a game that Inter, you know, like 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 Mo said. I mean, the most important thing was an easy win that doesn't bother the energy levels, and no one can claim that they were uh, exhausted after the Corinthians <laughs> game as they barely ran. And, and also, it was hardly the first team that played two. So, so I think they'll, the, you know, and, and, I'll, and I can't imagine he'll start with the best team against Ludo Goddard on Thursday either. So, for sure, Inter will have their best team against Juventus on Sunday, if if there's no, you know, whether if, it's, if that game is played behind closed doors or if it's... Um, or if it's open to the public, it remains to be seen. But it seems like they're going to go on with, 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 with the game because there's not many more match days that they can fit, fit uh, postponed games into. But either way, Inter will have their, their, uh, their best team against Juventus. And I think that, you know, if, 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 if he goes with this careful approach, I think Juventus will destroy Inter. And, and that really bothers me. W- 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 did you agree with that, Mo?
1: Uh, do I agree that it bothers you? Of course, I do. No, no, <laughs> do I, no, do no, I no, no. But do, do you I agree, agree you, that can you, see, can you see the can you see the
0: chair? No, I meant can you...
1: I, know, <laughs> can you? I know, I know, I know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a good one. But, <laughs> I walked right into that one. Nice one. <laughs> I, th- I
1: think, I think, I uh, think the Lazio game in the grand scheme of things was very important I think it's a it's a much harder uh, loss to to stomach now uh, I think Conte in his like uh, grand scheme like the whole uh, crazy uh, web of uh, results and mapping the season out had that game pinned out as a way draw that was what, we, what he was going for unfortunately uh, for reasons you know uh, spoken about many times before it did not happen um, but I think Conte is still a very, very good uh, big game manager. I think a big game manager and the big picture manager as well in, in the trajectory of this season. I do not think. I think that all of that, all of what's happening in terms of physical output, etc., uh, has been ha, has been done with something very particular in mind, and I do not believe that we're going to see anything like the Inter we've seen in the first half uh, against, against Milan or across the 90 minutes against Lazio or across the, the 90 minutes against Ludo Goretz against Juve. I think we're going to see something very different, something very similar to the, uh, the Inter we saw in the first halves against both uh, Barca and Dortmund. Uh, that, that's, that's what I'd like, to, I'd like to believe. I'd like to believe that by that time, as we see, uh, Christian Eriksen is becoming uh, is becoming uh, sensi plus, you know, and uh, the 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 I, I think it's I think we're going we're going to be in for a, a good show. I think he's going to go for all three points. I think that's that's the mission. The mission is to to take back the three points from uh, from Yube.
0: Yeah. So, and 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 that that that's that is that is my hope of uh, and i think uh, that that is the case but i'm um, i'm and i and i hope that this is how they approach it um, but I, but i'm not convinced i think that this is a dip in form i think this this isn't just conte i think this isn't just him changing the approach i think this is him um understanding that the team is out of form and therefore he's trying to minima, minima, uh, minim, minimize the risks because um, uh, yeah, no, that, that's 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 my that's what I think, and I don't know I'm, that that, that kind of bothers me because Juventus, although they haven't looked so good, they haven't played so well. They win games, and they've got that guy that scores goals, Mister CR Seven. He, he needs half a chance, and it's in the back back of the net, and 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 his form recently, it's eleven last Serie A games he scored sixteen goals. That's insane. And, and 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 you inter playing him in that form and inter a little bit out of form and mm, I don't like where this is heading. <laughs> that's all, that's all I gotta say. Uh, Richard, uh, what, what, what do you think? Uh, do, do you th- what, do you agree with with Mo that this is uh, that this that the inter you know that this is not a di- dip in form, or do you, do you agree more with me that this is a dip in form and that inter? Are, <laughs> the, where are you on that? It's
2: it's a difficult one because I can't see. It's, I agree with your point about that it would worry me if Inter go into this game and try and, and play in the way they have been doing, because as you rightly say, you know, there's no one better at playing badly and winning than Juventus. And and they, they're experts at that and they don't panic and they don't seem to, to, they know they're going to get an opportunity. And the fact that they have got Ronaldo means that they're five times more likely to score that opportunity than they were last season. So, you know, Inter can't go into a war of attrition in some respects. It's got to be more of a bit of a, a shock and awe. And I just hope that he has been understanding, yes, they've been able to form. And these games that have been a bit tepid have been to get the confidence back. But I'm hoping that he knows that he's, big in, he's, hoping he's a big enough coach to know. And he should be, because he knows Juventus inside out. That to go and play his way against Juventus is probably in, the, in a high-tempo game is the only way that we stand a chance of winning there. Um, I don't, because again, you know, you look at it, Juventus aren't in the best of form. And, you know, if you do scare them and you do put their backs to the wall and you're not playing that surged game that's just allowing to, well, you're going to their levels in a sense. You know, if they do get overawed in the first part, then, you know, they've got to come out and the, the game will get stretched. Um, so it will be interesting. But my other fear as well is, just, you know, whether Handanovic is going to be back for this or not. Yes. Um, I think that's a
0: big, big key thing. Um because if we Padelli, play Patelli against Juventus. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> and it's not his fault. It's, no, it's not his it's, fault. It's, I'm not having just, a go at him. It, it, no, it's... Just, it's, it's oh.
2: That record of Ronaldo's and... Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> Daniel you know, Padelli on that. Like, I have just, nightmares about that. Like, it's, it's just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go, go. Uh, no, no, but that's,
2: that's, that's mainly it. So, I hope that it is all for a bigger purpose and that, you know... Like Mo was saying before, you know that it is a, is a plan. That these games where we have seen some tepid performances, then you know they need to up it, but they they can't be complacent against Juventus. It's got to be all out or or nothing really.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. I I I think I I think I speak for Richard and myself that we hope that the Mo analysis that it's Mystic Mo time, and that he's absolutely right and his analysis is spot on, and and Inter come out with the <laughs> right mentality on on. Um, on, uh, on 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 Sunday, when 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 the game is on, but um, we'll have to see. Just so a yeah, go. Just before we
2: answer that, just just as a thought, do you think that inter playing? So if it is played behind closed doors, do you think that helps or hinders? Helps or hinders us?
0: Helps, helps, without a doubt. Uh-huh. That. I mean, just think about it. That they, 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 that atmosphere against Inter. That that you know that that stadium um, is is the sound is very good there, and and they hate Inter, and you know they they can't bully the they can't bully the referee and Inter into stuff when it's empty and quiet. Um, it, it just it just I think that speaks to Inter. I don't know. What do you think, Mo? That's a good question, by the way. Where, what do you think, Mo?
1: I think it. Uh, I mean, you know, I was I was saving it for later, but uh, no, I I definitely think that uh, silver linings from this uh, uh, potentially cri- uh, terrible crisis is that if it is played in, uh, behind closed doors, it's definitely in Inter's favor. Not only do they get to rest an extra week, but they get to play the most pivotal match away in 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 like we say in Mordor behind closed doors. That's uh I mean I understand what rich Richards Rich, rich, rich is coming at, you know, like with the crowd there, maybe the team can they can reverse fire up uh the, the team, et cetera, But I think the I, I I still think that Inter are a bit too immature to be able to handle that sort of pressure and Absolutely. absorb it, like like a Cristiano Ronaldo where he actually thrives on that or Jamie Vardy or whatever. Yeah. You know, these you know these guys who who absorb the booze and the whistles and the jeers and take it in, you know, and and, and use it as a as a, as an engine and a motivator, I I don't think Ibra, the team is with, uh, the like Slaven Ibra,
0: Ibrahimovic. I mean, he just exactly. the worst. The worst thing you can do against him is to boo him and piss him off. The best thing you can do is to just ignore him, because then then he doesn't get angry. When he gets angry, that fires him up. And Ronaldo is exactly like that, like you say. And I think before therefore playing this game in 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 dead library silence is only is only speaks only to his advantage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right so what about the prediction part because we got to do that now um before we move uh, uh, let's start with we are on the topic the Juve game um what how do you think this is going to pan out mo you seem you 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 are mr positivity so and you have been arguing for positive view so i'm thinking you think inter will win
1: yeah look no absolutely not i don't think uh, i don't think uh, the uh, the lega is going to ever let inter win uh <laughs> <laughs> it, ne, that, never let in, let's not say let's not, never let into it. never let Juve lose uh, uh the Derby d'Italia at home It's just not going to happen so i i i think it's going to be an extremely frustrating robbery Same, akin to the what happened uh, in Florence last year uh some ridiculous wow. uh, uh handball or whatever penalty in the the last in the dying. In the dying moments of the game, to to for Cristiano to come and level level uh, the points, I think Inter are going to play very very well, and they're going to be fighting. They're going to be up against it from the very first whistle uh, against terrible refereeing. I don't know, no one's been assigned yet, but uh, I just I I, I I think that in our hearts it's going to be heartbreakingly uh, close, and we're just uh, we're not going to be able to take it across the line.
0: Mm. So you're thinking a draw here?
1: Yeah, I think a 2-2 draw. I think uh, I think 1-0 uh, uh, Inter, uh, Juve equalize, second half Inter score, and then uh, a ridiculous penalty towards
0: the end. Rocky, Gianlu- Gianluca Rocky steps in. <laughs> no, <laughs> and does what he does best. Right, um, Richard, Rich, what's your prediction? Um, very similar in a sense, but I'll go with one-one.
2: I can see it, it very much like me. It says I think that Inter will go out and start to play with a bit of intensity. Um, yeah, without the crowd there, you know, like you say, people like Cristiano may not have his uh, his ego polished enough. And but yeah, I I think that with Juventus, no matter what, I think no whatever circumstances, they're professional enough to do a job. And mm-hmm. uh, I can see that it could you know be exactly that Inter put a lot into that game. Work really hard um, and, and just don't get enough out of it. But at the end of the day, a one-all draw, I'd, I'd take
0: that. Oh yeah, away at their stadium, one-all draws. I'll take that any day of the week. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't see that happening. I see them, I see them going out there and playing really, really well. Actually, I, I see them. I see Inter trying to do what Mo says. My prediction is that it, Inter will try to do that, but they will fail, and Juventus will win pretty comfortably, three nil. I, I am not, I'm not i not, and and that this will be the turning point uh, in the whole uh, narrative about how Sarri's not doing well and his Juve isn't doing well. I think they're gonna they're gonna play his Sarri ball against Inter, and of course it's gonna come against Inter, of course. So uh, no, I I am not I'm not confident going into this at all, unfortunately.
1: Al- alternatively, alternatively, should Sarri ball implode against Inter, this could be <laughs> a cataclysm. Of oh, the yeah. entire, project, you know, like, like I mean, with with UEFA barking up uh, behind the City and PSG, this this could be. I mean, you know, like I don't want to get too optimistic and like uh, start, uh, <laughs> you know, drawing. Fancy
0: <laughs> <start with> <laughs> I was gonna say I can hear you <laughs> salivating when you say this. I know. I mean.
1: You know, it could be the beginning of something, you know, the beginning of, of the normal yeah. conti- the beginning end. of good. continuity, like, like you yeah. say, you know, sorry, clicks and everything happens, blah, blah, blah. But alternatively, it could be something, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: let's see, let's see. Oh, you you kill me, so, yeah. me, man. You kill me, man. You kill me. I can literally hear you. Like I can see you, and like, oh, it's brilliant, right? (laughs) That's like that's 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 most fantasy right there, right? And I think all of the fantasy of everyone, but but the glee in your voice really got to me there, right? (laughs) Let's uh, let's move on to. Um, the uh, part of the show where we pay tribute, rip the piss out of, and criticize someone or something in the world of football heavily, starting with the uh, negative stuff, this week's uh, modji, which will be presented by Mr. Richard Hall.
2: Right, okay, this one was um, fairly easy for me. Uh, And it's uh, just on some version, well, some parts, not all, but uh, the Milan fan base. Because obviously they played against Fiorentina this weekend. And it was reported that uh, Patrick Catrone, who let's remember, was born up the road from Milani Como. He might not be the most gifted footballer, but this guy works works hard for anything. But he really worked hard for Milan. He loves the club. You know, just he, he is what's in There's no, there's no question about that. And you know, he's come back with. The, he went to England, so it wasn't an offensive move. It wasn't like he moved to Inter or somewhere else. Um, and then he's come back to Fiorentina, which again isn't really an offensive move in in any in any form. And some of the Milan fans were giving horrendous abuse, but worst of all, giving insults, uh, wishing that he ended up like David Astori. And I just think that's just so wrong and uh, oh. just so. Um, just everything about that, bad. It really, I don't normally react on Twitter or anything to anything like that. But that I did a little bit because I just thought it was abhorrent. It's uh, no need to give someone who's given a lot for a club abuse anyway. But then to insult the club even further and sully the memory of someone who you know was by all accounts one of those likable people you know um, in, in his team and in the league. So yeah. So for me, that's the negative of the week. And uh, let's hope we don't hear any more of that.
0: Mm. Agreed. Right, let's move on to something much more positive. This week's uh, Moratti, which will be presented by Mr. Positiv- Positivity, Mr. Mo Nasser.
1: He, is, he works a lot, he's intelligent and he surprises uh, people sometimes with his uh, ideas. Not easy to find one person all this uh, called this. <laughs> so, uh, look, I'm, I'm not saying anything. Uh, I don't want to say anything bad. I mean, of course, of course, you know, uh, a potential pandemic is an awful thing and, and and this is of course i'm not but all i'm saying is for once the schedule might be playing in inter's favor uh, <laughs> and and of course thank you know circumstance, uh, albeit uh, horrific but uh but in a very very narrow light of an inter schedule where' it's always been very 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 good for inter. But, this is, but the fact that the Darby the interim, can be played behind closed doors is just, you know, we have to, we have to thank circumstance for that, you know? And, and oh my God. I have to open the, the podcast by saying, you know, waltz and prayers and, and all, all that stuff,
0: you know? i i i love i love i love i love the fact that you're so you're, i love the petulance of it like just, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> jesus christ yeah <laughs> I, I, th- I, think every, I, th- I think everyone got what you move on quick I love it. No, I, I, I think everyone got what you said. Yeah, we're not happy that it's a pandemic, but the fact that Inter play Juve behind closed doors and it's quiet is, 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 is your, yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> and get
1: extra week off, you know. So that, that yeah. too, you know, an yeah, recovery.
0: Yeah, an extra week recovery. That's that's fair enough. Ah, oh, Jesus, I'm going to get an earful for this one. Right. <laughs> Thanks for that, Mo. Right. Let's let's move on to. Um, Something uh, much more uh, comical this week's uh, uh, this week's frog, which I'll be presenting myself.
1: <laughs> so, in the
0: um, Europa League last week uh, between Getafe and Ajax, which Ajax lost away uh, at uh, Getafe, um, uh, a what happened was. Um, uh, was uh, the Hertford player Alan Nyom, was was ta- was was, uh, was tackled and he was hit uh, and and it seemed like he really hurt himself because he started rolling uncontrollably uh, on the floor. Ryan Babel, yes, that Ryan Babel, former Liverpool player, thought he was really 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 exaggerated, and instead he. He decided to imitate him by throwing himself next to Alan Nyom and rolling back and forth and pretending to cry. I mean, there's Shithousery and then there's Shithousery, and Ryan Babel took it to another level. If you haven't seen it, this 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 is you have to see it. It's all over on social media. It's absolutely hilarious. And for anyone who doesn't like play, yeah, for anyone who doesn't like players. Uh, simulation uh simulating injuries well and, and and exaggerating when they're hurt you'll absolutely love this clip uh so look it up uh, it's Ajax Hetafe e Ajax Ryan Babel right uh that's uh, all we have time for this uh, reduced uh this reduced in ep- this a uh, reduced episode of studio Inter due to the to the game uh against Sampdoria being cancelled uh out of uh, as a precaution to prevent the spread of the coronavirus um so uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, uh, talking about an inter-win against Juve and an inter-progression to the la- a- a round of last 16. Uh, as always, I'd like to thank you, Mo, for coming on and making and showing and taking and and, show, and, and and embodying the petulance of football in a brilliant way.
1: <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, guys. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Jesus
0: and as always, Mr. Richard Hall, the Gentleman Ultra, thanks for coming on. It's good, don't be a stranger. Yeah. Thank you. No, it won't
2: be. In. Oh, well, unless it's bad luck again, you know, and the bubonic flavor strikes or we get relegated <laughs> after my appearance. So, yeah, hopefully not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, let's hope nothing like that happens. Um, as always, I'm your host, Nimatavella Iruzzari, wishing you three points, uh qualification to the round of 16 in the Europa League, and as always, sempre e solo Forza Inter. Forza